Time for some history, dog. Nah, it's not the same chubby, unfortunately. It's a big black guy, though. Uh, that's the crucifix elbow, though. Mm. <laughs> good also, that gi, even though he didn't do karate, just thought this is a good idea. Yeah, I think he got given a black belt that night. I think. I can't remember. I think it was something like that. That's what it was all about back then, man. Yeah, well, that was that was UFC ones, wasn't it? Blood sport. Yeah, you know, it was sick back then. Well, I yeah. mean, it's still sick now. It's fucking awesome. Oh, it's even better now. Like, yeah, it was like I wish that sort of one still existed. Yeah, well, it kind of does. You know, felony fights and all these fucking internet backyard scraps. Yeah, I guess. Kimbo Slice was kind of like that after the fact. Yeah, of course. Yeah, after the fact. And like, um, what's his name came up doing all of that? Um, Mazda Val. Mazda Val, yeah. So if uh, people are wondering why we're chatting about fighting shit, um, specifically UFC 1 though, it's because I'm only wearing one boxing glove. Just like the big Don. Yeah, just like Art Jimison himself, bruv. Jimmy, UFC, Jimmy uh, Doug, which we decided is not the guy that got the free gi. No. He's no. just the one glove guy. Yeah, Art Jimison, a boxer who came out in UFC 1 wearing only one boxing glove in case someone tried some of that Israeli jitsu on him. Yeah. And motherfucking Krav Magas. <laughs> Is that going to grab me? Oh, yeah, I've got to grab her too. <laughs> and they invented the MMA glove, actually. It's like, no, we just have half a glove on each hand. <laughs> Don't need one gl- big glove. <laughs> Talking about inventions and to do with today's subject, and again, almost you could go with the MMA glove. So, Bruce Lee is the one who pretty much popularised focus mitts for boxing trainers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. The really flat ones are kind of like a Chinese Yeah, 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 that's it. The big jumping kick ones. So, like, he showed it in, like, the 60s and stuff like that, and then boxing trainers didn't really start using it until, like, the 70s and the 80s. Holy shit. Before that, Chavis were just hitting the heavy bag for drills. Yeah. Whoa, that's weird, isn't it, when you think about something so, like, I think the word's ubiquitous. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if it is, feel free to correct me in the comments. Yeah, but, but how it's good like that? That's just, like, it seems like it's always been there. Yeah. It's like the whole point. And then the same with, um, we talk about MMA gloves there for a second. Obviously, Bruce Lee entered the dragon at the start when he's wearing kendo the kendo gloves. gloves yeah. And they're very much MMA gloves, very much like the ones you're wearing. No, you've got f- full fingers, haven't oh, they? do they? Like the better versions, so you can't poke each other in the oh, eye. Oh, okay. Because it's yeah. like sword fighting gloves, so you don't get knuckled. Geezer helped... Make and uh, sports well, he everything, really. yeah. Well, he did, didn't he? Even bodybuilders, fitness people, dietitians, yeah, they all yeah. call him the first guy to really put it all together. The protein shake where just get raw meat and blend it up, yeah. And then yeah. he moved to like eggs with the shell, yeah. And like, um, he was getting powders imported all over the place. And then he went and got plastic surgery so he couldn't sweat because he thought it looked bad on film, really. And then you wonder how well he got an aneurysm. That's oh, one of the things, shit. yeah. Oh, that's kind of oh, like, um, they lance it in it, they put yeah. a thing up and they burn off the. Armpit or whatever. Yeah, that's it. Oh, fucking hell. That's what I found out anyway, and I was like, well, that makes sense for an aneurysm after that sort of funky operation. But that's what they would say if he was dim Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he was, if he, he got, got hit by the, the dim by yeah. the, like... The triads. They were like... The, the magic circle of Kung Fu. Yeah. Were like, stop teaching it to Americans. They're bigger than us. And, and that's what's going to happen when they... It. And then here we are with the UFC. Yeah. So, talking of fighting sports, martial arts, and things like that, that uh, all goes in theme with today's episode, because... So the date in history, people probably expect us to do something else. Because that is actually today as well. Fourth of July. Yeah. Today. Oh, That's our date in history. America. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that next year when the when we dress as the founding fathers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but we're going with Fourth of July, nineteen ten. Jack Johnson retains the heavyweight championship, fight of the century, 
against the undefeated Great White Hope. James, Jim, Jeffrey. Sick. Now, the Great White Shark, that's a pretty good one, but the Great White Hope, that's a name, bro. That's a nickname. That's a lot of pressure as well, though. Yeah, that is pressure. <laughs> yeah, no, imagine that. Especially when you've been retired for years. And the time and, like... What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, the imagine world you're is nasty. In. You're feeling like, I've got all the white people on my shoulders. <laughs> so I've done that prison gangs in films. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So only for the whites. yeah. Gotta go, gotta go fight this dude with a toothbrush he's gotta go be a Nazi when he doesn't really have to he just has to yeah, he's just in with the wrong crowd at the wrong time wrong place you robbed the post office now look stabbing people with a toothbrush <laughs> getting what uh, 13 is it thir- 18 or 13 tattooed on you I can't remember which one's the Nazi there's number. loads right um, there, there, there's one called the NLR the Nazi lowriders yeah which are just like they're into like the Mexican hip hop culture yeah, of yeah, lowrider cars yeah. in California which is dope which is cool, but then it's not very Nazi, is it? <laughs> no, and not then at all. they come out and they get all reformed and stuff, and they say, "Oh no, my tattoo stands for no longer racist." <laughs> oh fuck's sake! That's one of my favourites. They're funny as fuck. <laughs> but they're like crazy. that. They're all just under so much pressure. They're yeah. a big tattoo gang. They're not really into the politics. They just want all the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us uh, some birthdays for Fourth of July, bro. Here we go. We've go got George Everest, great Welshman. He okay. was posted in Nepal. He's the guy that discovered Everest. No way. Discover- well, I'm sure everyone yeah, no, saw. No, they hadn't even seen it. They didn't <laughs> believe it was real. It was so big. And he's like, no, I'm from Wales, I am. That's big, that is. And then he was the first person ever to actually see it. Like, no one believed it, so couldn't see it. It was like fairies in Peter Pan or whatever it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll climb that up. But there's some good sheep up there. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's serious. Like, he was like... I wonder what sheep are up there, <laughs> then I'll breed them into the Welsh sheep and we'll have the ultimate sheep, just like we've got the ultimate pony. Or he's trying to breed them with himself. <laughs> he, was a, he was a scientist. He was a man of science. They're experiments. Uh, we got Ulysses S. Grant. Not the, the boy. No, the third. Oh, so come it's his on. grandson, though. That's stolen valor. And he's born on the July the 4th. That's pretty American. That is pretty And he American. was a general in World War One and Two. Oh, really? Yeah, so, so it's not stolen still, like, family tradition. Yeah, yeah, fair. And could you imagine, like, I think because we, we mentioned this earlier chatting amongst ourselves and you said how much of an arsehole that dad must have been yeah he was like you know when you've got a baby and you're usually like push push like when your wife's giving birth people are like wait wait <laughs> it's only half eleven wait <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be born on the fourth yeah he's waiting until midnight and then he's going to be like what other birthdays you got for us on 4th of July um big man Bill Withers oh yeah 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 got quite a lot of like um like, uh, not so much civil rights, but just like black culture yeah, yeah, ones yeah. in this one. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, because the, the date's Jack- quite important, so I was like, yeah. drawn to it. And then uh, this this era is obviously packed full of it as well. Of course, yeah. But Bill Withers, I'm not Tunes. sure how active he was, but he is like the king of soul music. And yeah, I'm being my eyes, like all the happiest songs. Yeah. And he's got a bad boy song called Use Me. Yeah, oh, Check really? Check out. Yeah. Oh, but I he's got a lovely day, lovely day. Love that day. Uh, ain't no sunshine when she's gone. He's a beast. Absolute fucking jams. Just the two of us as well as him. Oh, shit. Before He's Big Will fucked it up. No, oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah. I used to love him, but, you know, he can't be treating Chris Rock like that. No. No. No, it's all, it's all messed up. Yeah, can't be getting controlled up. by your little reptile wife. <laughs> no good. No, no good. good Mr. Will. No longer the prince. <laughs> no, he isn't, is he? He's getting excommunicated to, like, maybe, like, the valley. Yeah. He's yeah. no Beverly Hills anymore, is he? No, that's it. Oh, no, it wasn't Beverly Hills, was it? Bella. Bella. Jeez, forgot what the Fresh Prince was. That's how much I hate him. <laughs> and then last dude, fucking Post Malone. Oh, it's his birthday. He was born in 95. Was it? Oh, really? Young G. 
Yeah, young G. Not that much younger than us, but young G. I reckon he got his face tattoos young though. Yeah, definitely. He must have only been like 15, 16. Yeah, because that's a dumb decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only type of thing you make when you're young, brother. Dumb decisions. Face tattoos, one of them. And no, I know we don't usually do this because uh, like, out of respect, but the Go death on. day is really quite an interesting story. Go Thomas on. Jefferson, one of the founding fathers and third, maybe, president? Yeah. Third? I don't know. Third. President of the US and founding father. Yeah. He died this day. Oh, really? Same day. I'm not sure if it was later or earlier. Go on. But Adam, no, John Adams, sorry. He oh. died on the same day. Yeah, so John Adams died on Another the same day. Another founding father, just to be clear. Yeah, so two founding fathers who founded America with the Declaration of Independence on the 4th of July, both die on the 4th of July. Now, John Adams died later, and he didn't know back then because you ain't even got Pony Express then. Yeah, that's it. So he didn't know that hours before he died, Thomas Jefferson had died. So as he lay dying, his last words were, at least Thomas Jefferson lives. Oh, nice. Because <laughs> I think they were the ones... They like went back and forth. One was the vice, one was the president, and they swapped. And yeah, they, I think John was like second, that. maybe. I don't know. He may have been second president. I think it may have gone John, George yeah, Washington. Franklin was up there soon, wasn't he? Franklin, Franklin never was, pre- was never president. Wasn't he? No. Was he vice? Don't think so. Oh. He founded like libraries. Maybe another one that's on the money. Yeah. He's, on, <laughs> he's on some money. But yeah, a good one. I thought with all this independence talk and yeah. presidents and that, have they ever truly been independent? Go on. Their leader has always been related to King John of the Palatinate, who so we wait. talked about before. Yeah, King John from Magna Carta. Yeah. Every US president is related to King John. Yeah, so there was this dude. The worst, it was a the worst king dude. we've ever ha- had in England. The one with the f- secret mythology of his like folklore in his town that yeah. he's descended from reptilian demons. No. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. That's another one that came up on Instagram that I decided was absolute fact. <laughs> <laughs> truth. Truth. Must have happened. Is Must there. have happened. It was like a painting that looked like convinced me. Oh, wait. And in Robin Hood, Disney, what was King John's little sidekick? Oh, the snake. <gasps> that was like that lived inside him, like Stargate. Yeah. It come out. Snake, yeah. His real snake life. Snake, snake analogy. Maybe yeah, so all along. check that out. I think Trump is immune. Yeah, Trump's like his own little time-travelling German family. Yeah, it's true. He he's also the only U.S. president who doesn't des- descend from slave owners. Yeah, exactly. Madness, isn't it? That's mad. So I don't like him. Yeah, it's why the media didn't like him at all. Because at this time as well, go on. Like of Jack Johnson's life, yeah. like twenty, thirty years either side of this date. Yeah. Like the Democrats are going mad. Oh yeah, it's like the South is rising again. Well, it's, it's literally the clu- era of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, so you had like Democrats funding and using them for political mm-hmm. gain. There was the White League as well, and I think Redcoats or Red, Red something. Yeah, they yeah. were like another like like the SA of Nazi Germany. They like smashed up the shots and did the mm. racketeering. Yeah, madness. That's... <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I've got some more July Fourths. Cool. So do you know West Point University. I think so. Shane Gillis went there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Enlisted as like a trainee officer and played Division 1 football. Yeah, it's like a military university. That was set up on July 4th, 1802. So, yeah, well, very, like 80 years before. They're good at getting some cool shit done on July 4th. Good on them for that. That's it, they do some American shit. Another thing they did, which is actually cool. Go on. Filipino Independence Day. They gave the Philippines back to the Philippines. Nice. Because imagine the year before, they're like, what's what's Independence Day then? (laughs) Some sort of fucking (laughs) European culture just move in on you one day, did they? What did you do about that? Oh, don't worry, here's your Independence Day. Woo! No doubt that happened. But hold up, they didn't mind the Americans coming back in fucking 42 when the Japanese stopped by for adobo chicken, 
Rob. Yeah, you know, they, they, they were still going. I think they gave it back in like 48, maybe oh, later. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. But um, New York abolished slavery on the 4th of July as well. Did 1827, they? 1827, that was. Oh, nice. So that's quite early. That is early. Considering, and then like the South was doing the whole Jim Crow shit. Of course. So that's, that's if we talk about setting the scene for what Jack Johnson's growing oh, I've got up I've another in. one for the culture. Oh, go on. 1881, Tuskegee Institute was set up. Go on. So that is like that's one of the worst things of all time. It happened in the 30s as well, all the yeah. way up to the 70s. Yeah. They gave a load of black people syphilis just to study what happened to someone with syphilis. And they that's told them they were like treating them. They kept them in this fucking hospital, kept it going. Yeah, that's the Tuskegee experiments of like the 30s but and 40s. But on a positive right? note, go on. Tuskegee Airmen, same area. Yeah. They're the black um, bombers and p- fighter pilots. Oh yeah. So they were like a big fucking change. Go to, on, lads. To like think what everyone thought of. Like how yeah. capable they were. Oh, that's awesome! That's era, really cool. They like they were sick as well. So when it, were they World War One or World War Two? Two. So there was um, there was a little skirmish um, between British and American troops during World War Two in a small British town. Yeah. Because a load of American generals went went around um, being like, "Oh, we don't want you've got to segregate your pubs oh yeah and your bars in this town yeah, I remember because this. we My don't want about this. we don't want these guys drinking in the same bar as us so then the British put up signs on the pub saying no American GIs apart from black guys yeah yeah it's like <laughs> instead they're like you got you got to have a segregation between white and black and they're like yeah, yeah okay no whites yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then it's all the British guys and all yeah, yeah which is cool as, yeah that's so fucking cool yeah, that's pretty cool because yeah, we'd man. already got rid of slavery before the long, long before fucking that. ages and got over it. But we're not exempt because, like, during Jack Johnson's lifetime, while he was the heavyweight champion, he wanted to fight in England, and England were like, nah, <laughs> nah, <laughs> poppycock. <laughs> po- that's, that's old news. We've already done that in Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so you're setting the scene for like the world Jack Johnson lives in. Like, he was born in 1878. Yeah. So, this dude was born. Literally during the times of lynching and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's like... So, the, that's the whole thing about, like, the Jim Crow laws. I said it before. Yeah. But they're basically like a... It's not a real thing. It's not written down. It was a, it's a collection of things to keep everyone separate. Yeah. The, the letter of the law was basically saying equality, no slavery. Yeah. So, they were like, okay, we'll be equal, but we'll be separate. Yeah, so that's stuff like they that never lot, yeah. made it equal, yeah. like how they did with the Native Americans. You yeah. go and live in the desert with no water and fucking next to the nuclear power plant. Yeah, we're gonna like have the towns and the waters. Yeah, so like they that's how they like broke it down into like the, the actual they call it de facto. Yeah, like you said, than de jure. Yeah, equal but not the same. Yeah, so in the law, like the federal law, the constitutional law, whatever, it was there's no slavery. All of that's abolished. Mm. We're equal Americans now. Mm. We're not African Americans. We're freaking Americans. Yeah, damn right. And um, yeah, so they were working their way around with the state laws and the local laws to like manipulate everything. Oh god damn. Yeah, so it's like it was pretty pretty bad. So he's like born into the yeah. So born like we were saying with the Democrats, it's the time of the KKK and all that. Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. So like, while he's alive, the conversation is going on. Like, no, 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 I'm saying the hoods was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure the Democrats are regretting those hoods now, eh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> but they're still at it with their ignorance. <laughs> so they don't believe Jack Johnson could have even got an ID. Let alone become heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> so, what, what? give us some things. So Jack Johnson lives a fucking long old life, bro. Give us some things which happen in, during the life of Jack Johnson. Well, there is tons in it, and we've covered a lot yeah, of, of it course. before. Like um, Thomas Jefferson's dropping all the patents, typewriters, 
Grandma Jefferson. Jefferson's dead. No, Thomas Jefferson, yeah, no, <laughs> fucking Edison. The Edison, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, it's his era. Yeah, it's yeah, like it's this his shit era. We're talking yeah. about with fucking Tesla. lightning bolts and Teslas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, a good one, like it's sports related, Ipswich Town, West Brom, Grimsby Town, Everton, and Newton Heath and Lancashire, which soon become Manchester United, okay. were all set up in 1878, his birthday. No way! The Cape Lion, the South African Lion, with the black mane and all that, that goes yeah. extinct this year. The last known specimen dies. Fuck. So it's like his like old he time is the animals black, are extinct. He is the black lion. Oh shit, he's the resurrection of the black lion. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> so Kawasaki, as in the one that makes motorbikes, yeah. their early indus- industrial companies set up. Real quick At the courses. same time as the Tokyo <laughs> Exchange is set up. Oh shit. So like, they're just like, well, Japan's like, taken off as a massive like industrial force at the minute. Yeah. Uh, the electric chairs first used later on. Shit. 1890s. Oh, yeah, of course, because that's when um, Edison's like, no, you should use AC uh, yeah. alternating current. Double them up. <laughs> <laughs> Earth them bitches. <laughs> and then, um, so Wright's brothers soon after that, 1903. Fuck. And then by 1910, they're testing flying fixed airplanes off Shit. boats and that. So he became heavyweight champion of the world just as they were flying in the sky. And another thing flying in the sky in 1910. Go on. Haley's Comet. The yeah? first, like, rec- like, what? They were like, it's obviously like all the way through history, there's been a crazy thing happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the next time they see it was in the 80s, 80, 83. God damn. So yeah, 73 years, and we might see it. We might see it. But um, If we don't, don't have nuclear war, but we might see it. It's like a prophecy, isn't it? Yeah. Everything's a changing. Or maybe we see it, and then there's nuclear war. Yeah. Or maybe it was just nuclear war the whole time. <laughs> it's like a flash. We, we ripped the space-time continuum now, so it like replays in the sky, the nice. biggest... That's what the Avengers bouncing back off everything else. That's what the Avengers are there for, isn't it? They sort all that shit, so we don't have to worry about in between. Yeah, yeah. Sorted. Um, Nineteen ten, another good one. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Stan Jefferson and Stan Laurel. Yeah. Oh no, Stan Jefferson is Stan Laurel. Sorry, it's just like Laurel is his stage name. They leave from Southampton on the same ship, the SS Kenrona. They go to North America the first time they go to the states. Nice. Chaplin's heading over to America. Fred Carno's comedy troupe. That's cool. Then obviously all, all through this time we've got fucking First World War, Second yeah. World War, all the way through his lifetime. Titanic, yeah. <laughs> uh, everything, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. First World, Second World War, all of that is just dense. And he lived through all of that after becoming the first black heavyweight champion. This dude, like, they say you may you live in wild and interesting times, but this dude not only lived in wild and interesting times, this geezer was wild and interesting times. Yes, yeah, literally he was like the first one yeah. to do it. And he, he was like a fucking real personality. Yeah, real personality. He I don't want to ruin it for you. We've got the no. speeding ticket one. Yeah, yeah I've got that oh, story. We'll yeah, get no, to that. We'll get to that. He's a fucking boy. He's a yeah, boy. Yeah, Fur coats. Is. Yeah, everything. Riches. So let's get on with the story of Jack Johnson. Before we do, let me just make sure our camera's still working. Paul, shout out. We need a producer. <laughs> now hiring. <laughs> now hiring. Someone to keep an eye on this camera while we're doing it. So, let's start. Jack Johnson, born March 31st, 1878. He's born in Galveston, Texas. Nice. Yeah, boy. Texas boy. Galveston. Is that West Texas? So that is, it's near Dallas. Oh, right. Um, kind of wait, not Dallas. Um, Houston. Houston. Yeah. It's near Houston. I think that is West Texas. Yeah, so, yeah, it is. It's near Houston. Um, and I don't know if you remember the Alamo episode, but yeah. one of the Chavis who was at the Alamo, one of the real naughty Chavis, because we realised that only Davy Crockett was the decent one. Yeah, true. He was a boy. Yeah. But all the other guys were just the crazy guys. Just scumbags, pretty so much. Like it, um, 
Shanghai Noon. Yeah, yeah. When um, the guy, they're like, why did you bring a Texas? Why did you bring a Texan? Everyone yeah, was like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Micahs. So this ge- that geezer, the naughty fat Chave, was, um, he got done, if you remember. He was still importing slaves when slavery, importing slaves was illegal. Oh, okay. And he was using as pirate geezer out of Galveston, Texas. Yeah, so Thomas Jefferson was the one that banned the import of slaves. That's it, that's it. But he owned slaves. Yeah. And he, he might have had a baby with his... I think her name was Shelley. Yeah, Thomas, no, she, Thomas Jefferson was weird like that, bro. He was trying to get rid of slavery while banging his slaves. Somebody, was he just trying to make it legal to marry her, Somebody just stopped me. Oh. You know what I mean? That's sweet. I can't remember her name now. I but, want to say Daisy, but I don't think it's Daisy. So yeah, I just Gal- think I imagined her with like... Galveston has popped up before. Like, yeah. And obviously it's a big slave it's area because it's where they there. used to import people and two. And, uh, he was born... Here's another cool thing. His middle name's the coolest name in the world, and his name isn't actually Jack Johnson. He was born John Arthur Johnson. What? Oh, yeah, nice. John and Jack, uh, yeah, back then. It's kind of like an old school thing, isn't it? People used to do weird shit like that. Yeah. Like Dick and Richard. Mm. Just because your mate Richard was a complete dick. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yes, it's got Richard, or like they wrote it to Little, the Little Arm on the Capital <laughs> R. It's a ditch. Ditch. Ditch hard. <laughs> ditch. So. He was the third of nine children to former slaves Henry and Tina Johnson. Nice. So they had, they'd only been emancipated, what? If they're like 78, like 63, 15? so something only like... Yeah, fucking 15 years. Yeah, man. She. Yeah, so his parents were slaves. But imagine, like, when someone comes out of the army or prison, they're, they're like... Um, institutionalised. Institutionalised. Imagine yeah. how these dudes were. Oh, yeah. It must have been weird. And yeah. then you had the other ones on the other end of it that were like, just got going mad because yeah. it's like freedom. Such they, a um, weird time, man. They ended up being a caretaker and a dishwasher. His father had also been a member of the 38th Coloured Infantry during the US Civil War. Oh, nice. Civil War. Yeah, man. Doing the war in. Yeah, bruv. Like, I mean, if you're a black chavvy during the Civil War, like, and you're enslaved, and they say, hey, we're fighting this war, so you cannot be slave, I'd sign up. Or be... you've got such a strict regiment, you're like, we're going to fight because we want to keep you slaves. Yes, <laughs> 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 uh, whatever you say. <laughs> I'm sure some of the South probably did do that. Yeah, so I was thinking the Confederates must have had their fair share so of the conscripts. So the young Johnson called his father the most perfect physical specimen he'd ever seen. He was farm strong, boy. But here's the thing. It's weird because his dad actually had an atrophied leg from a Civil War wound. Ooh. So I think Johnson was just trying to be a nice guy. Oh, so maybe his dad was scrawny. And he was like, where'd you come from? You can't, that can't be your dad. You're a fucking unit, mate. 17 foot, 8, eight inches, bro. <laughs> Grown up, Johnson would uh, sort of like be breaking the, the colour line back then, the race line even then. He'd lo- known to knock about with all the poor young white boys in his, in his neighbourhood. Mm. And, and he wasn't much of a fighter until sort of this one incident happened when he was young. And uh, he was got in a fight with a young kid and he didn't really do anything back until he heard his grandma yell in the distance, boy, you better beat that. And this is the kid's name as well. Boy, you better beat that, Willie, or I'm going to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat you like Willie. You don't beat that, Willie. So, like, yeah, he had to do the fucking Beat little Willie, yeah. Yeah, he had to beat little uh, Willie. And, uh, like Manchurian Candidate style. Yeah. He just stood there like, why are you hitting me? Because he's like <laughs> fucking like Lenny. He's massive. <laughs> What is Willie doing? His mum's like, you're supposed to hit him. Well, Nan, sorry. Yeah. You're supposed Nan. to hit him back. <laughs> Puts him into orbit. Everyone's like, there goes Hades' comet. 
Now, I imagine his grandmother was a hard-as-fuck lady because if his parents yeah. lived through slavery... She did the whole strip. <laughs> She's yeah. just come out on a life sentence. Yeah, They've like, only done 15, 20 years. Yeah, that's it. Uh, 1890, Jack Johnson. We're going to call him Jack Johnson now. Fuck it. Only 12 years old. Be rude right? not to, innit? Yeah. Can't call him... Can't call Ali Cassius Clay. Johnson, only 12 years old, he runs away from home. Nice. Hoboing. It's not like no. a perfect little hobo era. He wants to try and meet his hero, Stephen Brody. Who's Steve that? Brody. He's an Irish immigrant daredevil who had survived a jump from the Brooklyn Bridge in 1886. Oh, cool. That's <laughs> fucking cool. No, it's like dudes were big back then. Like, yeah. Fucking the guys who jumped off Nora- Niagara in a barrel. Yeah. yeah, the barrel in Niagara. That was my, like, the idea, like, the pictures in my head I was getting. Yeah. Black and white photos of people just like, I'm going to do some fucked up shit. Well, right? um, Woo! I'm not sure if it's this era. It might be a little bit later, actually. But obviously you got Buster Keaton when he was young just getting thrown about by stage by his dad. Yeah, well, 1910, if Charlie and that are just leaving, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. about right, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. So, uh, September, uh, September 7th, 1892. This is just worth mentioning. It's not really about Johnson too much, but it's about Johnson's world. Jim Corbett becomes the most dangerous man alive, the heavyweight champion of the mm. world. And the reason it's worth mentioning Jim Corbett is because, like, Corbett... His image is still synonymous with like old school boxers of the day. Even is he the tough guy with his arms right out yeah. with a massive tash? That's Big kind of the tash. vibe I was going for. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. That's Jim Corbett. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's and some stories about him actually. There's I plenty. think I've yeah, seen I'm like sure. a like a Chuck Norris style rundown yeah. of what he was really up to. So like, he's his image is in every bar, every men's social club, every fucking barber shop around the country and he just becomes synonymous and this is when like the heavyweight champion is the baddest man alive yeah this is oh right so they, like I thought you meant like nowadays he's synonymous with it but in that day he yeah. was everywhere he oh, was like yeah. a poster boy of boxing yeah yeah Popularized that's it. the sport sort of thing that's it and he made boxing sort of like the big daddy cool thing he would do you know what I mean yeah uh 1895 to 1898 so five years after his little runaway to try and meet the Chave. I don't think he ever met his hero, by the way. No. Yeah, He's already died sad. by then. <laughs> he was actually at the bottom of like the, after jumping off the Golden Gate. Yeah. <laughs> in a fucking locked coffin. So Johnson headed back to who, uh, Galveston, and he ends up working as a longshoreman in Galveston, Texas. Nice. But during this time, like between 18... That gets you strong as well, lifting oh, them yeah. bales. Like back in the day, those ships were shit. Oh, They're yeah. like a fucking one single bully winch. Yeah, that's it. You'd be running everything. It, that's why it's so big. <laughs> so, and while working there, this is when like the fighting side starts, right? He ends up um, leaving in 98, looking for other work. But during the work period, summer 1895... So the year, first year he starts, Johnson fights a fellow dock worker, John Lee. Oh, yeah, it's the docks. Yeah, There's bro. fights everywhere. Yeah, bro. So but it's like in this lunchtime, a fucking 15 rounder, mate. <laughs> 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 I'm going to eat an egg and then have a 15 round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it, bro. And like, I, I like to imagine this fight sort of like a Street Fighter 2 level. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you can see it from one angle, going to this that's one it. direction, up and down. That's it, and all the Barrels dog workers. And shit. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> really basic eight bit. That's it. That's exactly what this fight is for Jack Johnson. This is first Street Fighter Two, bro. Streets of Rage. He's on his way up. <laughs> it's a good start on the docks, I think, before you smash that car up. There you go. Uh, also during this time, he's doing um, this sort of shit, which was dark, man. Uh, what do they call it? Box ba- fit. 
<laughs> Probably, Tybo. maybe worse. Um, he was doing these battle royales. Bow to the death. So, yeah, but what it was back then, they had minstrel shows. Yeah, mm. battle royales was only black chavies. It's uh, Royal Rumble, so there's loads of them. Some of them are t- you can kill chavies, and it's to the death. But there was always like, all right, this week they're blindfolded. Oh shit! So this it's like week, fucking Mandingo fighting in Django. Yeah, mate. Still there's only going one on. hammer, but there's three of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Still going on during this time. Like slavery's still well going on today, there. really. If you look in the right places. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it in Libya. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, those sorts of places. Exactly. South America. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's taking part in them. In during that time, he does get some bodies on his soul. Oh. Yeah. I told you murder earlier. Like, no, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Shit, you did well, say that. Well, manslaughter, really, isn't it? Yeah. December 15th, 1895. Charles A. Dana, the editor of the New York Sun, warns readers that Nevermind is papaging forging to the front ranks in athletic... Oh, yeah, so... The Nevermind. Why I said... There's words to yeah. quote in writers and authors back then yeah. when they were writing about certain folk in society and they use words which we probably can't use today yeah so I, I did actually delete a fact I think 1910 Montenegro become a, a country oh okay. they got their independence from the principality of like, I think maybe the Ottoman Empire okay <laughs> well, so, so you don't want to say Monte never mind <laughs> <laughs> so any time a couple of words I use will be never mind and uh, we'll find them as a way so the never mind this is a direct quote yeah, this is a direct quote but, from... But like, never mind is in square brackets. Yeah, the never mind is papi- rapidly forging to the front ranks in athletics, especially in the field of fisticuffs. We're in the midst of the black rise against white supremacy. Truth? Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it's, it's, what do you expect? <laughs> like, it's true. You don't give them proper jobs, they're all doing manual labour. Yeah. Just like the Irish used to be in now, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're wondering why they're just smashing the shit out of, mm. of you when you've made them do their manual labour for yeah. centuries. And Mandingo fighting. Yeah. It's like the fucking UFC of the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's there's going to be some fucking hard nuts come out of that. <laughs> May 18th, 1896. Uh, Plessy versus Ferguson, US Supreme Court decides separate but equal laws yeah which so. you brought up earlier are not unconstitutional yeah which completely legitimizes jim crow and all the horrid shit we were talking about earlier talking of fucking shit we shouldn't really shit. say go on jim crow that's not like an official thing that wasn't like the title of a deed or anything go on jumping jim crow was a minstrel artist no a white man in blackface i think his name was saying whitelin or something so just saying jim Whitby. crow jim crow in law Laws. Yeah, so Jim Crow was like an a slur, like, yeah, but yeah. like the preferred way. You don't if you put the n words, yeah, then yeah. You discounted. You're like, wow, that's a bit extreme now. So it's like, oh, you know these old Jim Crows. Fuck, man, yeah. I think Jim Crow saying Jim Crow is awful. Jim Crow. That's bad though. That's really bad. Jim Crow. Damn. Damn. We should definitely be using a different word to describe the Jim Crow laws than Jim Crow. Yeah, because it was like a, I don't know. um I don't know. I don't know. Like, not even a polite way. It was like a little dog whistle, snidey way. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. It wasn't like um. That's dark. Like how retard wasn't the official title for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, one day they must have had a worse word, <laughs> and people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the preferred term. He's a retard. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not a mongoloid. He's a retard. Yeah. When did that happen? Yeah, it must have been like not long ago. Like no, not too long ago, right? 
So October 1896, New York, Jack Johnson applies for a job as sparring partner for the black welterweight Bill Quinn. He's welterweight. Who's that, Jack? Go no, <laughs> easy, Jack. He's turned down. Yeah. But he is offered a job as a janitor at the gym. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's all right. 1898, Jack Johnson marries childhood friend Mary Austin. She would eventually cheat on him, causing the end of the mar- marriage. They just run a picture through. Yeah. That's why Jack Johnson was a cold-blooded pimp after that. <laughs> I know enough to know he had a fur coat yeah. and some bitches around him. May 5th, 1899, Jack Johnson lands his first big city fight. Nice. At the Howard Theatre in Chicago against a black heavyweight named John Haynes, who fought under the name Klondike. Klondike, he's a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> May 1st, 1900, Johnson beats up his first white boy, Aussie Jim Scanlon, seventh round knockout. Shit. Yeah. Jan- Seven rounds, though? Yeah, yeah. Because they were fucking long fights, weren't they? Long was it 15s fights. and 18s. And back then you could dirty box, so you could like clinch. You're trapping their arm and that, and yeah. like, fucking leaning your forehead into their eyebrow that's open and that. Froze into uppercuts and shit like dirty. that. January 1901, he defeats Klondike again in a rematch. He's set to also rematch Scanlon as well, but the chief of police cancels the fight at the last minute. So, yeah, we ain't got the men to fucking man no. a Wembley's scale fight. So, not only that, back then, boxing was in this weird places in a lot of states, especially Galveston, Texas, right, where it was illegal, but it was accepted if you just paid the right people. Yeah, yeah, like fucking turn a blind eye sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, a lot of it was on boats. Yes. Going like back in the day, you yes. see them on like floating platoons and that. Yes. Platoons, yeah. sorry. Because then it's down on international yeah, waters. Well, not even international. It's just not on the in-state land. Yeah. Because they'll say like, they they used to go, like we're saying about the Jim Crow stuff. It's yeah. like separate. Focus on that part. Yeah. Not yeah. Separate yeah. but equal. It's yeah. just like, yeah, separate. Sweet. We can work it. We can work, work it. Work our shit around well, that. It's like so when... it's like, on these grounds, there will never be a fight between two men. Oh yeah, ground, is it? Yeah. What do you call this? <laughs> Look at this Bit water. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same as how the early UFCs they struggled to find venues who would let them hold fights. They used to have them on um, uh, reservations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Indian casinos. Yeah. May, uh, sorry. So, February 25th. Uh, I'm sorry, I just looked at my notes there and it said, after that last part, it said, I didn't even read this, it said, discuss legality of boxing at the time. And we just oh, no, it's a yeah. accident. <laughs> Feb- <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, isn't it? February 25th, 1901. <laughs> <laughs> that was my number discuss notes at the time and then 27th February <laughs> <laughs> February 25th 1901 Joe Choinsky this guy's worth mentioning Joe Choinsky knocks out Jack Johnson yeah in round three in his hometown of Galveston Texas come on Choinsky they was are... he a big Polish chevy I don't know but they're arrested Choinsky for engaging in an illegal contest so it's a uh, it's a DQ. Well, they're both they're both disqualified. Disqualified. They don't count as a KO on his record. They end up having to That's spend twenty three days together in jail. Oh, nice doing the fucking pad work. Joinsky trains Johnson, and Johnson oh, later on in his career actually tributes this time spent with Joinsky as how he got so good at box- boxing. That's cool. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't yeah. it? Um, not only that, I think they got out early because. The chief of police was like, all right, all right, I'll let you boys go early if you have a sparring match for me and the lads. <laughs> Sick, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool. March 8th, 1901. Jack and Joe get off from the adi- uh, from the indictment against them because of their little sparring match. So oh, Jack... So John- exhibition match. Yeah. Got to- gets them out of jail. Fucking yeah. not bad. Yeah, jail free card, boy. Yeah, that's it. Jack Johnson and Mary Austin hop a train to Denver. 
after that. September 15th, 1901, Jack Johnson watches Jeffries, Jim Jeffries. Oh, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're all fucking hate black boxers, mate. Jim so, Jeffries, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim Jeffries, James Jeffries, he's um, now the heavyweight t- uh, champion. And J- Jack Johnson watches him def- uh, defend the title against Gust Rulis uh, in San Francisco. And this whole time, like Eastern European as well. apparently, Rulis. during the fight, Jack-, Jack Johnson's in the crowd giving him the old... Ah, fucking fight me, Chavi! Uh, oh, no, come on, have it with me, McGregor boy. In him. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Jefferson, um, Jeffries refuses to cross the color line. Yeah, that's the thing. So one of the things with heavyweight boxing at the time is like I mentioned that quote earlier from that reporter who's like, "Yo, these Chavis are pretty good at throwing hands." There was like this rule along the heavyweights at the time that they wouldn't cross the color line. They wouldn't fight yeah. a black fighter just so. A black guy <coughs> would never hold the heavyweight title yeah. at the time. Yeah, so it's not even like they're scared or anything. Yeah. It's just not worth taking the risk at that time. Politically. Yes, yeah. And we'll see why later. Yeah, yeah. Like you, no matter how you feel, you got, like, in France. Yeah. At the minute, that, yeah. like, rioting and shit just pops off over the littlest things. You've got to consider yeah. the greater picture when it comes to all the... So Je- Jeffrey refuses. Uh, one of the things he says is, I would never disgrace myself fighting a... Ni- Nice guy. Nice guy. Nice guy. May 16th, 1902. Jack Johnson fights Jack Jeffries, younger brother. Oh, shit. So he's not the champ, though. Younger brother. Yeah. Pretty much as good. Fifth round knockout. Yeah? Yeah. He knocks out. He's like the young Klitschko. Yeah. Nice. I've been... You can hold that. There it goes. There it goes. I've been fucking... Feb- All over the place on the sneeze, boy. <laughs> February 3rd. Nine- well. Look at the eye go. Oh, oh, he's off again. <coughs> there it is. Oh, I had a well high pitch. <laughs> I sneezed yesterday at work. My uh, girlfriend up. hates it when I blow my nose because have you ever seen Shrek 4? It's not the best of the Shreks, but it's a Shrek. <laughs> yeah. Do you know when... Um, they Which eat- one is that? Far, far away or the one after that? It's the one where... He- fucking Rumpelstiltskin's taken up. That's yeah. it. He wishes he wasn't born and then he goes to a uh, time yeah. when there's an ogre war. And uh, oh, yeah. the way Shrek, Shrek blows his nose and his ears go, like horns, <laughs> that's how I sound when I blow my nose. <laughs> and on top of that, Shrek's got better teeth than I do. Yeah. Yeah. And he's the smallest of the ogres, so I did realise last night that I am Shrek. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because all the other ogres are fucking swole. Yeah, that's it. He's like a he's like a cave ogre and they're like mountain <laughs> ogres or something. That's it, that's it. Shit. Yeah. Little Shrek talking between Jack Johnson. <laughs> Shrekking about. <laughs> February 3rd, 1903. Let's have another quick Shrek break. Oh, do you need a little Shrek break? No, little I Shrek break. Some oh, go for the cam. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. How's this the camera good. doing? Is it doing good? Um, oh, You're looking for the beers, bro. They are in the veggie. Camera's still rolling. Oh, shit, we're on Rolling, rolling, rolling. What? Little bit of Shrek break. Carry on with the story for old Jack, uh, Jack Johnson. So, yeah, Shrek about, and then Johnson is... What? Uh, contender because he's beat the champion's little brother. I guess so, yeah. Not only that. Five round knockout as well. February the 3rd, 1903. Johnson beats Ed Martin to win the unofficial Nevermind Heavyweight Championship. Oh dear. Yeah. So they had their own championship yeah, so at they least. Yeah, they had their own baseball league and stuff, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Again, equal but separate, like you said. Yeah. Never mind what I say about that. They weren't equal because they were fucking dinging them out of the park. <laughs> 
Them and the Irish. Yeah. And your dog too, which isn't very nice. <laughs> Summer 1903. <laughs> <laughs> Summer 1903. He meets his new bae, Clara Kerr, in Philadelphia. Is she the brass? No, nah, she's just. No, nah, she's just a nice guy. But, yeah, no, yeah, she's, she's yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Fuck. It's not that no, bad. I'm a nice girl, anyway, to she's begin with. She's a nice girl. Fucking hell. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> at this point, after becoming. She's nicer than his other chicks. Yeah. At this point, after becoming the Nevermind heavyweight champion, he's starting to be flush with cash. Oh, yeah. He's balling. He's starting getting fancy. He's got a car. This is where he starts with his fur coats. Yeah, boy. Yeah, this is where he starts gold teeth. Oh, shit. Yeah, man's had the first grill. First geezer getting photographed with the grill. I mean, I I know pirates... celebrity with a grill. Yeah, pirates had the grill. Like the first actual, like, in the public eye. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, and there is photos of him. Hopefully, young Edit can get it up. There is a photo of him like smiling, showing his gold teeth oh, and shit. Sick. Yeah, which is gangster. It was fucking really cool. Yeah, really cool. He's like wearing the, Shima- the, the Chicago mob. Well, like, like, that image. Yeah. Big fedora, fur coat, yeah. whiling. and he was dressed like that as well. And this yeah. is like 1903 and shit like that. He's that dressing cool like this. Fuck. So he's like trend the blues setter. musicians weren't even popping off yet. No. Do you know no. what I mean? He was like the first He's a real If you imagine OG. how like Jay Z and all of those boys were trying to dress not when they came out and they were dressed in their own style of like gangster rap and rap music and shit but later on in the 2000s when they all started trying to dress like they were the Godfather yeah, and yeah. shit like that this is how Jack Johnson was actually dressing gold teeth yeah that's what I mean the Chicago the mob coat. The yeah that's what I'm saying coats, the yeah. big shoes the yeah. flared yeah like suits. and back then he was known it was a common like compliment for a male a well-to-do male was knocking about a town would be seen in gambling dens and these halls of real uh, ill repute he was one dandy he was a sport oh hey sport yeah yeah that's (laughs) it he was a sport bruv he was one of the like big famous sports of the of the time nice october 1904 a san francisco that's kind of like baller yeah 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 (laughs) i mean a baller is a sportsman yeah so he's not a sportsman he's a sport Sport. yeah that's exactly the same thing yeah that big old watch sport which we need we need to start bringing it back in that context not saying sport like you're saying baller yeah instead of baller because baller comes off cringy really if you're not the right person yeah that's it bowling no that ain't right nah but we can say sport you looking sport (laughs) sir (laughs) come on sport what you doing here sport (laughs) so talking about him being a sport in october 1904 in in a san francisco saloon there's a little incident between Jack Johnson and James Jim Jeffries. Oh, shit. Is that the older brother or the younger brother? The, the older brother, the heavyweight champion. Yeah, so he's beat his little brother and he's yeah. bumped into him at the pub. Yeah. And Fucking hell. Jack Johnson starts being like, why Why don't you fight me? Why are you running from me? Yeah. I'll pay you right now to fight me. And then the... Oh, no, he doesn't say I'll pay you, but he's offering him out. Why don't you fight me? You're running from Patronizing me. Patronising him a little bit like that. Yeah. And Jim Why Jeffries, don't you go home and get your fucking shine bucks, Jim? So Jim Jeffries says, I'll tell you what, I'll pay you right now. Me and you will go have a fight in that cellar and we'll see who comes the hell out. And Jack Johnson says, no, no, no. I ain't no cellar fighter. We fight proper. I'm a sellout fighter. Yeah, yeah. Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Um, and then Jim Jeffries turns to him and says, see, I told you you was yellow. Because <laughs> that's one of Jim Jeffries' things. He's saying that, the, the nice guys have a yellow streak in them. All, oh, all, all, all never mind fighters have yellow streaks in yeah. them. That was a big thing Jim Jeffries used to say. It's because they thought the skull was different back then. They got a little never mind uh, nudgle. That makes what me they used yellow. To think. Yeah, those horrible, horrible Chavis, bro. 28th of March, 1905. A contra- 
controversial decision loss for Jack Johnson against Whitey Marvin Hart. Whitey Marvin? Yep. Like Twi- Whitey Ford. It's a 12 round, 20, uh, sorry, a 20 round fight. Ooh, to go the distance? They go the distance. Come on, Whitey. Yeah, and it's a controversial some decision. some fucking chin. Isn't he? May 2nd, 1905. So only two months or so, a month or so after that fight. James Jim Jeffries reti- retires, oh, stating, shit. there's no logical challengers left for me. Yeah. It's quitting. July 3rd, 1905. He referees a fight. So not Jack Johnson. Jeffries referees a fight between Marvin Hart and Jack Root to decide the heavyweight champion of the world. Okay. Hart KOs Jack Root to become the heavyweight champion. February 23rd, 1906, Hart loses the title to Tommy Burns. Uh, August, August 8th, 1907, Jack Johnson now starts doing one of the things which uh, a lot of people in the media hated him for. He's dated two black young ladies in the past. Both of them ended up cheating on him. And he doesn't feel like he's getting treated right by these young ladies. So he's also the first celebrity... Of the culture, Jack Johnson starts dating a white chick. Hattie McKay, up sort of like a another a sporting girl who would hang out with those uh, bars. Ah, nice, like the like the OG style. Yeah, like um, flapper girl style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like she got tassels and a like half a face mask. Yeah, bro, like meets her in Manhattan and they start knocking about. And in the press at the time, this was a huge thing. Yeah, you got Jack yeah. Johnson, a very famous. It might have gone on in like quiet circles, but this is like public, public. Like we're talking about him being a celebrity. Yeah. After that, old school, like manly man. That's it. But the heavyweight champion is like the known guy, the postcard guy. That's it. Um, She is a toot though, as well. Toot? A prostitute. Okay, yeah. She's a horror. Yeah. At this time as well, Jack Johnson is still trying to claim that heavyweight title. He, uh... He's also sort of like, what is he doing? Turn her into a housewife or trying to pimp her out? We don't know. I think. Fur coat, though. Gold yeah, teeth, though. That's true. Yeah, I didn't consider that. I thought he was like the big dumb guy that like got Manchurian candidated by his nan. <laughs> that's how I like to imagine him, like a bit of a Lenny. Yeah. But maybe he was a c- c- cold, little cold pimp. Yeah, maybe he was yeah, the coldest. Galveston was like the smuggler's town, wasn't it? Yeah, he? it was, yeah. So he didn't grow up silly. No, I didn't ain't grow no up silly. No country bumpkin. No, he ain't no country bumpkin. He was pimping these bitches. He's straight pimping these <laughs> bitches. <laughs> so he's still after the heavyweight title as well. And Tommy Burns refuses to cross the colour line. Tommy Burns, the new heavyweight champion. Oh, I thought we were about to get to it. He won't fight Johnson and he ends up going on a European tour. Here's the thing Jack Johnson goes full Shannon Briggs and he follows him <laughs> on the European tour. <laughs> <laughs> he follows him on the European tour. Nice. Calling him out at like press conferences uh, and big events. And yeah. yeah, yeah, really like really pushing it on. Was it a US tour or like worldwide? European. European? European tour. So that's when, like, because obviously we're saying everyone else has got rid of slavery already. Yeah, yeah. So the French people already had like fucking, they were cool with black dudes that's really it. early. So, they're so he's be turning lovely. up like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah, I'm the black heavyweight. Yeah. Why is there a black and a white one? Why don't you fight? So the Americans are all like, I understand, I fuck all this... And he's but, out there calling him out yeah, in France. Like, yeah, look at smart. These. Yeah, it's clever, isn't it? Uh, he, uh, so in the end, Tommy Burns cites that he'll fight Johnson for $30,000. That's a fucking watch back then, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. That's fucking McGregor money. So that's the whole idea. He, he's throwing out this ridiculous sum. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll fight him for fucking Musk money, bro. I'll fight yeah. him for SpaceX money. Yeah. Um, 
The, uh, there's an Aussie mad lad, though. His name's Hugh, huge deal, Macintosh. Hugh, huge deal, baby. Put it on the table and, and he, I will make you able. He fronts the bill because he really wants to see this fight. What a G. Yeah, bruv. He is actually Musk. He's yeah. just like, yeah, fuck it. So Tommy Burns ends up accepting this. And on the December 26th, 1908, Boxing Day, bruv, 1908, <laughs> which I love, Jack Johnson defeats Tommy Burns in Australia and becomes the heavyweight champion of the world. Oh, shit, son. And that is, yeah, Boxing Day, Boxing Day 1908, Jack Johnson becomes the heavyweight champion of the world. That's pretty cool. It's cool, isn't it? And boxing even as a little kid, one. I used to think Boxing Day was about boxing. Yeah, no, remember, apparently it's about like charitable giving. Yeah. Box up your old shit and take well, it away. I, I remember one of my earliest memories of my mum explaining to me, oh, well, after Christmas it's Boxing Day and me sitting there thinking like, we're oh, just going to sit around and watch boxing. Yeah, so no, you Grand get your presents and then you got to fucking earn them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, you all get all your shit and then all the kids in the neighbourhood decide to get all the shit. <laughs> we have a barbecue out the front. Everyone brings their kids. We we'll watch you guys scrap it out over yeah. the gifts. So, uh, Here's the thing. You can actually get... Hopefully, Young Edit's put it, pulled up while we was talking about this. Which, look at that. You can actually get video footage of that fight. Tommy Burns versus Jack Johnson. Oh, cool. And there's a moment right when Johnson knocks out Tommy Burns that the police came and shut off the camera. Oh, shit. So you never Did see... You, see the bat the you never see... No, you never <laughs> see... You never see Burns hit the mat. Oh, shit. Cool. You see him just go like, clink, and then the film, cut, the film cuts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the commentators had to be like, oh, "I took a shot there, but he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Oh, we lost coverage. He's fine. Oh, he's won." <laughs> March 9th, nineteen oh nine. Jack Johnson defends his title, defeats Victor McLagan in Vancouver a day after flying home from Australia. Jet lag, fucking bangers. Yes, like they were better back then, man. Wouldn't they? And his whole style, his fucking fight, I wouldn't like. Fucking hell. Yeah, man. Like, if they missed a night of sleep, they cancel the fight. I'm a toe hurt. <laughs> His whole, um, like, style as well was like, like we said, like the dirty boxing, clinching up, throwing those naughty uppercuts and shit like that. Mm. It was cool, man. Where does Jack Dempsey come chronologically? Later? later? Yeah, later like on. 20s, like 10s, 20s. Yeah, he comes later on. He comes later on. But yes, yeah, I saw a thought was a footage of him. He's yeah. for only ever knocked down. He gets up and cracks the cunt. And he looks in his glove and there's loads of teeth. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> so you see him shake the teeth off his glove like, holy Fucking shit. Fucking gangster. <laughs> Hopefully we get to do a Dempsey one day episode as well. So uh, he ends up with a new white bay on uh, April 09. Another one? Yep. Belle Shiver, Chicago. He meets her at the Everly Club, which is like a fancy club in Chicago at the time. Nice. April 19th, 1909. Jim Jeffries announces... He will come out of retirement to take the title. Oh shit! So he retired to dodge Jack him, Johnson. and now he's like, he's already fought two white guys. Fuck it, I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. Fair play. He's. Uh, this is the moment as well in the press that he gets dubbed the Great White Hope. The <laughs> Great White Hope. Because they want him to take it off of Johnson so bad. Yeah, because he dominated before these other two guys come along that that's Johnson had beat. So everyone had it in their head like he was so good. Yeah, that's it. They but here's the thing: that. over that over the time of his retirement, he's ballooned up to three hundred pounds. Big old butter bean. <laughs> so the dingers. he hires a strength and conditioning coach to get him oh, in see, shape. Over they the existed next back year. then. Yeah. Well, guess who he hires? Fucking Hackenschmidt. He the inventor of the hack squat. He fire, <laughs> uh, hires a very, very famous catch wrestler of the time, uh, Farmer Burns. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, bruv. 
Mate, <laughs> he had him fucking running the gauntlet, bro. Yeah, bro. catch wrestlers training was no joke. No joke. You think the Shaolin monks are fucking disciplined? Watch a catch wrestler, <laughs> yeah. bro. Next must be in bits. Even to this day, like freestyle wrestling, collegiate wrestling mm. in the States and, you know, just Olympic level wrestling, it's considered the hardest training in the world because it's the it's greatest much, fucking training in the world. Yeah, other than like the physicality of it, like anyone try wrestling, just try like sprawls yeah. or like burpees. Yeah. They're the hardest shit, and that's what the whole sport is. Oh, man. But and also, it's, but like, it's the most fun. Wrestling, but it's also But from 12 injuries. years old, you're weight cutting. Yeah. You've got to be the 150 pounder or whatever. Yeah, from yeah, like yeah. a young age, like secondary school, you you got to do the weight cut. Now, what's fucking brutal? My favorite thing about catch wrestling as well is that, so back then, but a lot of catch wrestlers, because this is where Brazilian Jiu Jitsu comes from with Mitsuyu Maeda. He used to do this as well. A lot of these guys were vaudeville acts. Yeah. So Farmer like, Burns um, being one of them. And you're just going with a circus, go around. And you just wrestle someone from the audience, the biggest chavy in the town. Yeah. Like, you've got a couple of techniques. So yeah. fat guys think they're super strong. Yeah. You just pull them around with little arm drags and that, yeah. looking like a keto, but yeah. you're actually wrestling. Yeah. It's the coolest fuck, isn't it? It's is the coolest shit in the world. Farmer Burns, in his career, we've got to do an episode on this chavy one time oh, as well. Oh, yeah, he's fucking king. Over his life, he had over 6,000 wrestling matches. Fuck. Yeah, man. It's pretty good. There's gangster in it. Yeah, I reckon only Thai fighters get close to any of that. You know, 6,000 you know. fights. I just want to break out through some neck bridges right now. Yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Fucking neck bridge <laughs> May 19th. Come back in braces. Like that. I wasn't built for that. May 19th, 1909. Jack Johnson retains his title against Jake O'Brien in Philadelphia. So he's staying busy. He's staying active. June 30th, 1909. Jo- uh, Jack Johnson defeats Tony Ross in Pittsburgh. Is the Jeffries fight still lined up? Uh, Jeffrey say he's going to come out of retirement. Oh, oh, so Jeffrey's losing the weight, but Johnson's already knocked out two fucking contenders. Another two contenders. September 9th, 1909, another one. Johnson W again against Big Al Kaufman in California. October 1909, looking flashy as fuck. Johnson bags another posh totty, Etta the Year. He bags her at the Vanderbilt Cup. Uh, Vanderbilt Cup park race in new york i was just thinking horse race type gal so what it is it's not Dem- horse yeah. racing it's car racing bro oh shit so jack the johnson goggles and like leather helmet yeah <laughs> bro. here's another thing for like the whole trope of a modern celebrity dressing fine gold teeth yeah, yeah. jack johnson loved flash motors yeah fucking loved flash motors he even had a pattern for a special wrench to help fix his supercars when they broke down on the side of the road. His pattern for his wrench. Oh, shit. So yeah. he invented a tool to fix car- cool. supercars of the time. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, man. He's and he was doing a whole 12 mile an hour, bruv. Yeah. <laughs> In a straight line. <laughs> so this is the time when I thought I'd bring up that uh, car story, the speeding story of Jack Johnson, as soon as we talk yeah. about his love of cars. You tell it a lot better than me, bruv. Why don't you tell the story of Jack Johnson and the speeding ticket? Yeah, so, basically, he's all flesh. Yeah. White chick. Yeah. And I think it's a rough part of town as well, like a bit okay. of a white, angry white guy town. Yeah. He comes caning along in his motor vehicle, gets stopped by the police. You're speeding too fast. That's going to be a $50 on the spot fine. Not realising it's the fucking world heavyweight champion who's got like fucking loads of dough. Yeah. So a cool officer hands him 100 and says, I'm going to be coming back this way the same speed. <laughs> it's cold blooded cold blooded in front of the chick the flapper chick with the thing without <laughs> even breaking a sweat okay and you're take telling this one so you don't have to stop me later 
<laughs> going off at fucking 15 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not that bad right now. Cause but like, here's um, the thing. Here's Ford the thing. Motors have sold about 10,000 motors. And you didn't off. think he was a pimp and he's pulling these moves. True. I kind of knew it down. Do you know what I mean? But um, I want to give him the Lenny angle. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so big and strong. You've got to give him the 50 cent angle, bruv. Yeah, true. You know what yeah. I mean? You really do. 50 cent from, what's it? Um, is it Empire? I've never watched Empire. Bro. Oh, it's fucking good. He's like the craziest, nuttiest one. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's that's Jack Johnson, bro. October 16th, 1999. Living it up. Money life. Johnson beats... Sporting. Uh, sporting, bro. Johnson beats Stanley Ketchell in California. So he's beating another travel. He's staying active while Jeffries is still yeah. cutting weight. November 30th, 1909. Promoter George Lewis, Tex Rickard. That's his next name, Tex. He texts Rickards. Why well, has he got a text ability? <laughs> he's got a pager. He sets the Jeffries versus Johnson fight. Oh, shit. Sets the date for 4th of July, 1910. The biggest purse at the time in boxing history, $101,000. Shit, son. That's it. No wonder they had a fucking Wall Street crash. June 15th, 1910. From fear of riots, the venue in San Francisco pulls out three weeks before the fight. Oh, retards. Tex takes the fight to Reno, Nevada. <laughs> they'll do anything. To this day, they'll do anything. <laughs> Piss break? Piss break, big time, I think. I've been fidgeting ever. Uh, I've noticed. Quick glove up before we knock it out of the park, son. Yeah, bruv. Don't be a know. fool. Wrap your tool. <laughs> so, I paused it before the piss break. Before the big moment itself, bruv. Our yeah, date in history. The day we're chatting about. <laughs> July 14th, 4th, sorry, July 4th, 1910. Here's another one I missed for the culture. Go on. 1910 is the second meeting of the NAACP. Go on. Uh, National Association for the Advancement of Coloured People. Oh, nice. They were like the major influence all the way up into the 60s. Oh, really? Which is another point we didn't cover. Go on. The Jim Crow laws lasted well into the fucking 60s. Oh, really? I mean. Yeah. Fucking, oh, yeah, of course. Like uh, schools and Rosa Parks. And yeah, That's 50s, 60s. What's it? Um, remember the Titans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're cool here by then. <laughs> so, July 4th, 1910. A crowd of 12,000 on a beautiful day. Jack Johnson toys with Jeffries in front of a mainly white crowd. How did he fight then, Jack Johnson? So you can get... I haven't actually seen any footage of him. I've seen Dempsey. At, at Young Edit can get a clip up of this fight as well, Jeffries. Is it like long stance? No, there's, there's a Is lot a of like... a scruffy boxer? There's a lot of like one in, a lot of heavy clinching and throwing and cheeky uppercuts in the clinch and a lot of like dirty so boxing like the style. The Muay Thai style, you pull their upper arm yeah, and then yeah. throw them into the uppercut off the other hand. That's it, a lot of dirty Shit, boxing like that. style, That's yeah. cool as fuck. Bouncing off the ropes into something. That's yeah, it. Yeah, come on, Jack. So um, Jeffries does land an uppercut quite early on, but... Third or fourth, yeah. Johnson firms it, then he lands an uppercut of his own, and then from that moment on, Johnson says he knew that the light was dying out. Yeah. Here's the thing as well: during this fight, in Johnson in Jeffrey's corner was panic. A, gen- <laughs> <laughs> a dude named uh, Joe Choinsky. Oh shit! The chave from the, the prison. Guy, the guy that taught Jack everything he knows. Yeah. Was in so he is turned on him, trying yeah. to. T- I know how he's going to fight. He's like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he don't he don't fight like that because he's better than his as, teacher now. As well this as kung fu moment, bro. As well as Farmer Burns, was in the opposite corner. Well, Farmer Burns trained obviously with strength and conditioning coach for Jeffries. Oh yeah, no, sorry, yeah, no, I got confused. Yeah, and 
name we mentioned earlier with a big moustache, Jim Corbett. Shit. Yeah. So that's like Ali being in Tyson's corner. But here's the thing with Corbett at the time. Corbett, now remember what, de- what year we're in, 1910. Yeah. Back in those days, people considered Jim Corbett a big, heavy racist. Yeah. You got to be pretty fucking racist to be considered yeah. a racist in 1910. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Fuck. And throughout the fight. Where's this fight? Huh? Oh, the fight's in Reno as well. Reno, it's not yeah. even like fucking big city north. No. And here's the thing. And they're like, calling him a racist. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, he had this theory. He used to say that the way that you beat a black fighter was to anger them because then it's then they fight badly. Yeah. So he spent the entire... Well, that's anyone. That's emotions. So the, way, the, the way you kill a bear is kick him in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so he, the entire fight, was trying to get a rise out of Johnson and was just in the corner. It's annoying. Just slurring at him in many oh, different ways. All of them. In every, yeah, he invented a couple of new ones that he, night. Yeah. We're not allowed to say, but they were influential. And he's probably... <laughs> like <changed> history. <laughs> he's probably saying them with a slur as well because he's probably had a few too yeah. many. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, boy. But the entire fight... Jack Johnson spent smiling at him and throwing a couple of one-liners back here and there while boxing nice. up Jeffries. That's pretty fucking slick. Yeah, yeah. And the guy that took, like his teacher, his old teacher from his prison, old is there, there as well. And he's as like, well as Farmer Burns, the yeah, real bad. What am I doing next, sucker? He's taking them pictures like that from real like MySpace <laughs> angles, and that he's fucking there in the black and white. So yeah, I, I love the fact that he's still giving the guy shit while beating his boy. Do you know what I mean? Even at one point, he offers to have Jim Corbett come in the ring and give Jeffries a hand because it make it a more fair fight. <laughs> Go on, two on one. Yeah. Let's see it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking wild, right? Give me 50% of the purse and we'll do two on one. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beast. He's a pimp. Johnson is the coolest, man. Jeffries is knocked down for the first time ever in his career, twice in the 15th round. Ooh. Or is it 20? Yeah. Fucking hell. But in that 15th round... Fair play to fucking Jeffries, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, all racism and, like, weird shit aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a boxer that has gone 15 rounds after losing fucking maybe 10 stone yeah. over a training camp. Yeah. Like, that's a fight and a half. That's oh, yeah. probably one of the fucking top fights Well, Jim Jeffries is known century. as, the, as like, the fuck, like a, a brute, bro. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And it was. Fight of the century is what it's called. It's yeah, probably no, I've seen pictures of Jim Jeffries, actually. He's fucking solid. Unit, well, bro. Great White Hope, as I've, like, Googled. But like, he, he, yeah. I'll probably even name this episode Fight of the Century because it was the first ever More thing called it. Fight of the Century. Oh, really? Yeah, for first, first one to build oh, is that. I can't remember if it's this or not. Uh, cricket match, Eton versus the other school. Yeah, yeah. That was called the cricket match of all time or well, something this same year. So, like I said, he, he goes down in the 15th twice and his corner throwing the towel. And that's the end of the match. Shit. Yeah. So they all admit it, bro. That's yeah. a big kung fu Isn't moment, bro. That's like a karate kid moment. Yeah. And on top of that, Jeffries is even humbled after, and he says, I could never have whipped Johnson, even at my best. Yeah. He admits it. Yeah, he's come up against something special there, yeah, and he understands it. as a boxer, that's another boxer. Yeah. Which is quite cool. Here's the thing, though. After Johnson beats Jeffries, July 5th, 1910, there's um, the Jack Johnson victory spawns race rioting all over the US. Yeah. So not Huge only is it July fourth, everyone's fucking getting pissed on yeah. some like beach on a lakeside, yeah, drinking all their fucking cooler dry, and then they're going there. And they just hear, is there radio yet? Sort of. There must sort have been. Yeah. It's like telegram shit. Yeah, 
then all well, of a sudden Booker it's like, T so at this time a guy named Booker T Washington is alive we're coming for you Jake Johnson <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> he's a famous like you know black rights uh, speaker and politician at the time but he apparently didn't like Jack Johnson and then he started a band called Booker T and the MGs <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like Jack Johnson because Jack Johnson was like this precocious dude he was part of something which was called the new Nevermind movement where they considered themselves no look we're not separate and different from the white people we're just all the same we're not african-american we're a freaking american yeah that's it that was very much john jack johnson's view but booker t was very much they were like malcolm x and martin luther king jr yeah. bro so i think it's this period as well you got marcus then, garvey who's yeah, like yeah. the return to africa dude. that's it and he's got some outfits talk about motherfucking <laughs> pimping jack johnson marcus but, garvey had some hats feathers but even then like um during this day, Booker T had like something set up so he could hear the results and find out the results and things. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. But so these riots, they go on throughout the country. They're fucking horrible, man. A lot of times it's just, you know, black people are celebrating and a gang of fucking guys yeah. come up. A guy get, literally gets lynched. One guy in the country gets lynched. You'd think more, though. Well, it's only... It's kind of good going. One dude gets lynched. It's 1910, bro. 26 are killed, all in all. Um, and, but hundreds are seriously seriously named race right yeah it's horrible man 25th of december 1910 suspecting her of having an affair with his chauffeur and for smacking a fucking wooden chair across her back like his back like it was the wwe it's like when homer's in the bath (laughs) jack johnson beats his wife yetta so badly that she is hospitalized well you say like that that sounds bad but think how big and strong he was that's probably one pimp slap so I was thinking <laughs> earlier like the pimping that he is yeah. if you ever gorilla pimped a bitch and really beat her yeah he's a fuck that's, that's like, that would be ridiculous no yeah. woman in the world yeah like unless she obviously identified as a man like whatever and <laughs> the realm of like boxing but one slap pow yeah got that yeah, Lenny yeah. slap bruv well he claims it was the chauffeur who did it to her and she corroborated Johnson's story but, oh, shit. Yeah. But he's also from that fucking Mandingo world. So maybe he locked him in a fucking dungeon. was like, <laughs> chauffeur, bitch, first one out wins. <laughs> 18th of January. Yeah, that PTSD dream from all them bodies he's got from back in his youth. He had a Nobunaga moment. Put on the glasses, yeah. cut your belly. 18th of January, 1911. They marry, though, despite all that going on in Pittsburgh. July 4th, 1912. Two years after beating Jim Jeffries in Las Vegas. New Mexico. Jack Johnson knocks out Jim Flynn, the fireman, to re- uh, attain the heavyweight title. That's kind of lame. Is that, what is he? Oh, he's a, he's a fireman. Yeah, I'll knock him out. Don't worry about it. What is it? 30 grand? Sweet. Yeah. Quick in and out. Boom. 91 and out. And I'm out. Wait. <laughs> July 11th, 1912. Jack Johnson opens Café de Champion. It's a mixed race nightclub in Chicago. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kind of like, um, what's his name? Rajin Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he goes and owns a club afterwards. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, here's the thing. During this time, like... Jack Lamotta. Jack Lamotta. wife, Etta, Etta, she's starting to get a bit depressed. But it's not from the way Jack Johnson treats her. She used to call it, call him um, her shining light in the pit of despair and darkness. She's yeah. called Big Daddy. <laughs> Ice Daddy. What it was is because how she used to get treated by white people and by black people. What, so she's like seeing like the difference? Like, no, she used to get treated awfully by both of them. Oh, right, yeah. So, white people would treat her like shit for, rich, dating maybe a, not. for dating a black guy, and the oh, the black people like, used hated to get, her. Yeah. hated her, you know. And you know, there was a big thing with Jack Johnson that a lot of like middle class black people really disliked him. 
especially for dating white women mm. and things like that. Like I mentioned Booker T earlier. There's and been some fucking sick Booker T's though. Really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so like, they're probably all named after the, this OG Booker T. Maybe. Um, so they like, she's depressed because she's getting treated by shit by everyone. Yeah. You know, oh, absolutely right, yeah, no, everyone. She fit in anyway. She doesn't know where she belongs. No, she that's can't, it. Like get on with everyone. That's it. Like, so September 11th, 1912. She flies a fucking plane. You know, this way. <laughs> <laughs> His wife, Etta, commits suicide in her apartment above the club. Oh, shit. Yeah, bruv. Check the cam. We're good. Good. All oh, oh, good. October 17th, 1912. Jack Johnson. So a month or so after Bay's committed suicide. Jack Johnson is arrested for violating the Mans Act. The Mans Act is basically a law which says you can't take a woman across state lines to tutor. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of trafficking laws, isn't it? Yeah. Really? So you keep your whores in your own state. He gets no done. No Louisiana boy. Louisiana boys. He gets uh, nicked for taking a toot across state lines. But the case falls apart when the toot refuses to cooperate. Yeah. I'm not getting trafficked. Yeah. I love Andrew Tate. <laughs> October I mean, uh, Jake Johnson. October 30th, <laughs> 1912. Chicago authorities shut down the Café de Champion, declaring Johnson an undesirable. Yeah, well, you've got a case now. That's it. At least you never got kicked out for being black. You know what I mean? The times are changing a little bit. <laughs> November 17th, 1912. Jack Johnson is arrested again for moving another two across state lines. I think he's. You so- think you just get your mate to do it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? If you're that rich, just like you drive with her, and I'm going to scud the Maserati. I'm starting to think that he's Bugatti. He's definitely starting to get into tooting more than he is heavyweight boxing now. Yeah, he's in the light. <laughs> December fourth, nineteen twelve. Jack Johnson marries Lucille Cameron at his Mars Chicago home. May seventeenth, nineteen thirteen. An all-white jury take only two hours to find Jack Johnson guilty of moving toots about. Yeah. So it's obvious now. July Fool f- me once, shame on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? July 4th, again, 1913. Sentenced to year in jail. He skips bail and leaves the country. Oh, fuck. Where's he yeah. going? Well, July 27th, 1914, Jack Johnson takes on Frank Moron um, in Paris. 20 lackluster rounds with Johnson declared as the winner at the end. April 15th. So it's, like, it's, it's fucking more focused on pimping. It's like late day Definitely. boxing, do you know what I mean? April 15th, 1915, Havana, Cuba. Jess Willard knocks out Jack Johnson. I was about to say, Cuba, you might fucking find some trouble if he's not being serious. He gets knocked out in the 26th round. <laughs> what? <laughs> 26th round. 26th round. That's why these Cubans are so ripped. That's it, bruv. Yeah, he gets knocked out, and the heavyweight title was taken by Jess Willard. Come on, Jess. Big um, up, Jess. Just because you kept mentioning him earlier, July 4th, 1919, Jack Dempsey takes the title from Willard. July 4th again? Yeah. Yes, um, come on, Demps. Dempsey takes it from the guy who beats Johnson. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, so it's kind of like, it's like a lineage. Yeah, bruv. It's not far off. July 20th, 1920, Jack Johnson surrenders to US authorities in Tijuana, Mexico. It's like Johnny Cash. There's a long line of really cool dudes that have done that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Tier one is the crossing where you've got all your pills. You've been fucking to donkey shows. He's bored of pimping. He's seen him. He's seen yeah, pros do yeah, it. And he's, he's like, everything. he's going down there for some midget on donkey action. September 19th, 1920. Jack Johnson drives himself to federal prison in Texas. Drives himself. 
Fuck it, that's cool as well. In it, bruv. November 25th, 1920. Uh, he holds two exhibition matches while in prison. Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> against a dude named Topeka Jack Johnson. Is that fucking Charles from Red Dead Redemption? Is <laughs> yeah. he like a half injured? And uh, Frank Owens. Frank Owens sounds like Gnarly a New York time. cop. Yeah, you know. <laughs> July 9th, 1921. Jack Johnson is released from prison. Fe- February 1924. His missus divorces him, citing infidelity. Yeah. That's the only real biblical reason you can get divorced as well. He doesn't contest it either. He's like, of course I did, bitch. <laughs> you knew when you got with me you was getting well, with a PIMP, bitch. Not only that, I've seen pictures of this broad. Just Big saying. head. Big. She looked like she got a small titty or nipple, you know what I mean? <laughs> August 1925, he marries Irene Pinner in Illinois. Pino. July 9th. That sounds like a whore's name. She's a <laughs> Lucille Pino. He's a, he's a fucking French whore, New Orleans descendants. July 1927, Jack Johnson publishes his autobiography, Jack Johnson, in the ring and out. Nice. Yeah. That's quite a cool title for the day, you know yeah. what I mean? June 1946, Jack Johnson, so we've skipped a big year there, you know, 20 yeah. years or so, but so I'm sure you but can he was imagine. Just fucking pimping, pimping up a storm. Pimping up a storm for 20 years. Like smashing up his belts, getting the gems out of them, <laughs> taking them down, fucking cash converters. June 1946, so this dude's lived through World War One, World War Two, 46, he got to see the end of the big war. Yeah, so or our last two, sorry. episode, I was like, we've gone from uh, flintlocks to revolvers. Yeah. Jack Johnson's gone from like muskets all the way up to machine guns. Revolvers. Well, no, but like, there were still muskets, oh, there's still muskets in there. about. Like, okay, I mean, yeah. revolvers weren't popular. No, he went the military from, still dude, had like he went from, muzzle loaders. If it's 46, he died. He went from oh, yeah, muskets to, to the nuclear nuke. weapon. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, no, now I won't use the term muskets. Let's be clear. He went from a revolver to the nuclear weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Tanks, bombers, everything. June 1946, Jack Johnson is killed in a car accident outside Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, he did love his motors, didn't he? He did love his motors. And if anything was going to kill him, it would have to be at least two tons of steel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing else is going to stop Jack Johnson, yeah, no. bruv. What a cool Chavi, eh? Mate, it's like, I know I keep saying it, but it is always quite a similar time. Like yeah. Tesla time and the cowboy time. Yeah. Like the 1800s. It's like the fucking it's the best. The dream world. Yeah. Like you could really make something of yourself. Yeah. Oh, what? You don't fight black people? Well, I'm going to fight everyone. <laughs> I'm going to tell all the French people. I'm going to get on the European <laughs> tour. You've got to fight a black dude. And fucking, like, the the world was changing. I can't yeah. remember what they call it. This period, well, the early half of this story. Yeah. The period in America is like the reconciliation or the reconstruction or whatever. But well, reconstruction's a bad thing. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's that word means like progress. Do you know what I mean? Okay. They're trying to rebuild something. All the okay. rules are changed to incorporate new rules. Yeah, but the so way they like, did reconstruction when they called it reconstruction weren't great, bro. But, um,. Like we were saying about the Jim Crow, they they manipulated and all that. Yeah, they, yeah. they took advantage of the yeah, word of the law yeah, when course. really the idea was no. Let's talk about what America's really about. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Like July Fourth ethos. Yeah. It's fucking Declaration of Independence. I love the fact that he took the heavyweight title on July Fourth as well. It's fucking bad, isn't it's it? It's dope, isn't it? Yeah. Like I after obviously after the way America's the past America of that time treated slaves and treated black yeah. people to then have on July 4th a black Chavi just being like wham to the yeah. Great White Hope yeah the Great Boom. White Hope they called him on July 4th he's yeah. going to beat it's like Apollo yeah um, is it Apollo yeah it is in the first Rocky where yeah. it's like I'm going to wear the, actually I'm wearing blue shorts with the red stripes it doesn't matter yeah do you know what I mean oh no actually I'm fine. fuck it's, it's a fucking exhibition for the 
July 4th. Yeah. You can't possibly do it because you're not smart enough. You're not fucking quick enough. He'll get you angry and you'll fuck up because yeah. you are who you are. But then, And then he actually does it. He does it, yeah. That's good. why there's riots. <laughs> 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 do you know what I mean? It's like that time. It's, it's, it's good in one way. Yeah. If you pussied out and never did it because you're scared of riots, yeah. then you haven't done anyone a service. But nah. if you do it despite the riots, you take the risk. Take the risk. You change the world forever. Changed it forever, literally. Because then... It doesn't like that moment in history. Yeah, sure, people were hurt during the riots. Yeah, it was a craziness, and it yep. shouldn't have happened. But without that, the world wouldn't have heard the bell ring. The, yeah, the, the news wouldn't have said that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly. So what the, you mean. the moderates are all going, "Oh fucking hell, that's a bit much." Yeah. Whereas like the extremists are all like, ah, "I'm on this side, I'm on this side," but yeah, the majority yeah. of people are moderates. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's like, wait a minute, something's got to change here. Yeah, yeah. So and it, and he did it. Big moments. He changed it with his fucking fisty cuffs, bro. Do you know what that's I mean? It. Absolute Donny. Now, I will say, I didn't say this at the start of the episode because people would just turn off, but I will say, I'll say at the end, people should go check out Unforgivable Blackness on YouTube. It's a documentary, three and a half hours. I've yet to finish it myself because it's a long old thing, but three and a half hours. Sounds bad, dude. <laughs> Don't promote this. Unforgivable Blackness. It's like the Mormon theory again. No, no, it's really good. It's really good. It's a, I'll forgive them. It's a, it's a three and a half uh, hour documentary about the life of Jack Johnson. Oh, sick. Yeah, it's very good. So also earlier, I didn't ask at the time because you're in a flow, but like he was set up to spar with this dude. Was yeah. he the welterweight champion or was he the black welterweight champion? Or well, the dude he sparred with in a jail? No, he wanted to spar with him, but he got turned down. Um, I'm this not sure. pro boxer. So is Jack well, Johnson sure. the first ever black champion or is he just the black heavyweight champion? I think, oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good well, question. on a postcard, everyone. If yeah. you know before we know. That'd be nice. You can win nice. a uh, empty can. Yeah. Touch. So yeah, we've been browsing history this week, chatting about Jack Johnson, one of the baddest motherfuckers to ever live. Big bad Jack. Oh, big bad Jack. Big old Johnson, I bet, and all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about that, actually, because that's a good old fact, actually. Before yeah, so we, we wanted to think, like, <laughs> we said earlier, do you reckon that the reason people call penises Johnson is because Jack Johnson probably had a big old penis? Yeah, he's like six foot eight yeah. or something ridiculous when he was one of the biggest... Big Chavik, that's probably not the, the only time. reason we spoke and about him possibly having a big old penis. Like, wait a minute, what is that? And then before you know it, the Great White <laughs> Hope's on the floor. You're like, wait, I, don't, but that, I still can't concentrate. That's a... Co- that's a Corey. Tyson gets in there. Tyson Fury gets in the ring. Have you got a big Corey? Have you got a It was some old school Nagano, bro. But He's a beast. We did remember that the real reason oh, a yeah. Johnson is called a Johnson is because there was a US president who used to just get his big old Johnson out to yeah. the press and be like, have a look at that fucking soldier. Yeah, there was a moment. It was like a big meeting. Yeah. Everyone was like, why are we going to war with X, Y, and Z? And he yeah. was just, ladies, leave the room. Yeah. You, anyone like his faint of heart leave the room flop this cock on the table he's like that's why boys <laughs> <laughs> that's why he called it Johnson Wylan also Wylan. funnily enough for the independents John Hancock that's why a signature is John yeah, Hancock yeah. they're like leave enough space for everyone he's like you're sweet <laughs> <laughs> he's like, the only one that's like in fucking 3D on the page everyone else has got to like, find an edge like a cast brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> but yeah apart from those little dick jokes at the end Episode of Jack Johnson, browsing history. Big old Johnson, we call him. 